Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show number 368 with your host, Lauren Gray. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hospitality Marketing, the podcast. I am your host, Lauren Gray, and this is episode number 368. So each week we spend around 20 to 30 minutes sharing the most interesting tools, news, and techniques being used in marketing for the hospitality industry. We also do a quick recap of our weekly live TV show, This Week in Hospitality Marketing, which airs every Friday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern U.S. time on the Hospitality Channel TV. So with that, let's get started. And now, today's new resource tool. So we have three tools for review this week. All of them have their function, and you'll see their purpose when we discuss our technique. The first tool out of the game is brand new for me, and really I have enjoyed the heck out of using this because it's actually a piece of several tools that this platform offers. It's a Google Map Scraper. We'll talk how that is, but it's actually from a platform called Outscraper.com, O-U-T-S-C-R-A-P-E-R.com, Outscraper.com. One of the functionalities it has for it, in addition to many, is a Google Maps scraper. Really cool tool. Um, we'll take a geographically defined area in Google Maps and pull all the data and put it into a CSV file for you. We'll talk about why that's important in a little bit. Second tool for discussion, one we've mentioned actually quite a while ago because we've been using it for quite a while, and that is findthatlead.com. Find That Lead is a platform that allows you to basically define what you're looking for by geography, you know, city and state, um, and also to by industry, and also to by title, and it will go out and fetch a variety of emails. It has also a cute Chrome plugin, which will allow you all you're on a website to let you know what emails are available based on that website's domain that it can find. And then it'll go out through a verification process and create lists together of the data that it accumulates. And you get credits for doing that. And since you pay for them and you have volumes and so forth, really cool platform, findthatlead.com. And the last tool, which we've been using for a long time as well, for CRM is SalesFlare. Yes, there's things out there outside of Salesforce. SalesFlare is, I think, much more interactive, uh, much more individual user friendly, and much more uh, intuitive when it comes to the process funnel that you engage with with uh, your sales clientele and your contacts and your communications and your records of communication and what have you. That is salesflare.com. So the three tools again, outscraper.com, which is for Google Maps Scraper, findthatlead.com, and salesflare.com is our tools. And the reason why we brought these tools up today is for our technique of the week. Now, for this week's hospitality technique. So real sales lead generation. That is our technique discussion. 
Um, it goes in vain with what we had for the live show, which we'll review in a little bit. But also at for the time of year that we are in, we are wrapping up the month of August. We have one more week of August before we go into September, as hard it is to believe. And also as hard it is to believe, we are well into our proverbial hospitality budget season. Budget season is unlike any other industries for uh, anything. Hospitality has one that lasts three months long, at least. August is the month of acquisition, gathering the data, historical and current and actualizations and gathering all the information we have about where we got our business, how we got our business, how much did it cost to get our business, who is our business, is the repeatability to the business, so forth and so on. It's the gathering time of data. This is to generate the magical numbers of top line revenue. Its real purpose is to decide where the money came from that we will use as a basis to determine where we think the money will come from for 2023. Yes, there's aspects about also gathering all of our costs and expenditures so that we have a historical to show what variances and whether we were accurate in our costs. If there's things that we have to consider for future costs, you know, capital expenses, FF&E, uh, that kind of future furniture fixtures. And anyway, you get the idea. The combination of gathering the data is what August is. September is the month of interpreting the data to a usable forecast and action plan as to what that top line revenue is going to take to do. And that goes into the costing into your budget as to where you're going to spend the money to generate the revenue, what things you're going to do. Why are we bringing up these tools for talking about real sales lead generation? Because unlike most of our discussions that talk about transient buildment and, and marketing strategies for building transient and discoverability and SEO and SEM and everything, sales is a critical component of our discussion. It is a, a critical piece to the triad of communication. There's actually a, four aspects, but the three that we most focus on when it comes to this is sales, revenue management, and marketing. They're all intertwined because operations, as much as they're into the fulfillment of the process, so they're the fourth leg to the table, it also is they are the fundamental expenses related to the fulfillment of what sales generates, marketing generates, and revenue yields for. So operations, as critical as they are in the discussion, are a minor player in the dialogue of the generation of the revenue. They are the fulfillers of the services. And for that reason, sales is truly locked and centered in track for group sales in contrast to transient sales. If these are terms that you're unfamiliar with, um, you're probably not in a role for being responsible for them. Uh, sales is responsible for group sales, consortia sales, wholesaler sales, local negotiated contracts. They're there for bulk generation. One transaction represents multiplicities of revenue. For that reason, their impact can be profound. It can also be very disruptive, if not accurately assessed. And more importantly, it has to be productive. And that's where our tools and our technique discussion is so relevant. Real sales lead generation is a fundamental component of translating expectation into production. How do you create the communication that creates the ability for a transaction to occur that has a, a substantive impact on that one transaction creating a bulk of business? What do I mean? By signing one group contract, you have multiple room revenue sales. Multiple rooms were put into the block that was sold by one transaction. There are sources that we've already segmented. Just like we segment transient, we also segment sales. We have Smurf business. So, you know, you have your, 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 your weddings, you have your fraternal organizations, you have your military organizations, you have uh, your reunions, um, you know, social, military, educational, 
religious, fraternal. That's what Smurf stands for, not just little blue people. Um, that's one aspect of sales, and that usually can represent within one uh, within an organization one or multiple salespeople that are dedicated to that. Uh, your banquet events manager would be associated with. Um, the coordination of their Schmurf business. Uh, DOSs tend to go for the large contracts and so forth. They negotiate the large LNRs, local negotiated rates and so forth. But all of this requires who are they talking to? Now, yes, it's wonderful to think that you are so popular in your market that people will walk up to your doorstep asking to do business with you. Yes, that happens. In the transient world, it's walk-ins. In the sales world, <laughs> it's just good product awareness and relationships that have built that word of mouth feeds other people to come in. But it really is about really doing well at sales. And you've heard of old horror stories of people having call lists and cold calls and they have to fill out 20 calls a day. Tell me who you called, when you called, what was the result of the call. And that's the grind. That's the ditch digging down to the dirt with the shovel, means and modalities of connecting and communicating with people. But how do you get the leads to get a phone number to call them? I'm not purporting that you do cold calling. I'm not purporting that you do blitzes. As a matter of fact, they're, they're two of the most unproductive yet still required components to sales lead generation. Uh, blitzing, walking with a bag of cookies to basically feed the guard dogs so that you can get past them to talk to somebody that can give uh, tangible insights as to their purchase capability is an old practiced art. But I can say to you right now that there are so many tools now that are available to go out and find the people you need to dialogue with on channels that they're using to communicate with. That never means you having to walk into their business with a camp bag of cookies to fend off the guard dogs, the gatekeepers, that you can create a relationship with people without actually physically having to get in front of them. As a matter of fact, it is a means of expanding the types of audiences that you can get to because not all of the people that you want to communicate with are actually in walking distance or driving distance. A lot of them are across the world or across the country at the very least, and they are coordinators for large organizations that plan travel strategies for their company during their budget times to determine where they're sending trainees, when they're sending people that need to go over and do work in certain markets, and they need accommodation facilities. You need to know who those people are so that you can reach them. Let's wrap this all back up with a cute bow about the tools we talked about today. Outscraper, Google Maps Scraper is a tool for the localized market penetration. It is the who is the businesses that are closest to me geographically that I should communicate and create a communication with to let them know our interest in providing services, accommodations, food and beverage, whatever it may be, to them. And this is done by as simple as, and people do this in a very rudimentary way, they open up Google Maps, they put their location in it, and then they begin to just scroll in and see what Google tells them are in the mysterious buildings around their radius. Yes, but that's a little bit like a needle in a haystack. You have no idea what their business does. You have no idea who they are. You have no idea how to communicate with who you need to communicate with at the property. A lot of lost data. So taking one of our tools, Outscraper, you put in your pin in the map. And you, create, and you say, I want everything in this area. And it will go over and show you all the businesses in a CSV form. That's an Excel spreadsheet type form by columns. That says name of the business, the people that are associated with their website, their actual geography, geographic location, Latin longitude, so forth and so on. Their, their, review, their, their, their statement of business work so you can identify them. And this isn't to solicit them by now bulk emailing them like, hi, we're a neighbor and we want to do business with you. It's the ability to identify who as a lead, you might want to ask about. So let's say for instance, you use one of these scrapers, it gives you a list of people in the area and you want to qualify by types of industry. Like I only want to talk to lawyers. 
for some reason, I'm chasing down lawyers, which is a viable segment uh, of lawyers that are looking that they need deposition people coming in. There's a lot of people coming in to come into the office and they need accommodation relationship with the hotel, you, to house these people for depositions. So you reach out, we want to reach out to all these lawyers. First, you got to find out all who the lawyers are in the market. So you do this Google scraper and it pulls out the lawyers in the radius that you're interested in defining. It puts the list together. It at least gives you their contact information, their office contact information. So right away, that saves you from having to look them up by name and then going over and find their website and everything else. It actually gives you the website link too, so you can go look at them. Maybe there's a contact information process to that. But it gives you a starting point that maybe that's all you need to be able to call them up as a cold call on your call list to say, hi, I'm Lauren from the XYZ Hotel. We're in your market and we know that there are times that lawyers have requirements for accommodations for whatever needed and depositions or whatever. We would like to facilitate a local negotiated rate with you that says whenever you call, us, you'll get this value proposition for using us instead of anybody else. See how fast, see how easy, but that's what it does. Then you have things where you, other than the geography, you have things like you need to look for industry. Say, for instance, you're aware of the fact that there is a large uh, feeder of industry that there's business representation in your market, but their corporate office or their main entity is located somewhere else. So you can use a platform like Find That Lead to go over and say, look in this area or look at this company or look at this website. And it'll go in and say, here's all the emails we can find related to this domain. And then you say, well, please verify those. And it'll go through and tell you this one is for certain, these ones maybe. And then you say, okay, great. I want to take that whole list and I want to say, I want to identify it by job title. I only want to talk to somebody that's a VP or director or supervisor or CEO or whatever. And it will fetch just the emails that have those titles related to them. It'll look for the resources for that, um, which might mean that you then have a means of contacting them directly. Like, hi, I'm reaching out to you because your company is represented in our market. Uh, we understand that you send people from time to time for a variety of your business reasons over to our market. We'd like to talk to you about negotiating a rate and demand of interest that you have for coming to our market. That's one way of using it. Another way of using it is to gather enough information about a definite feeder market that's related to uh, that area just in general for whatever businesses you are. And you want to tailor to those businesses coming down, like maybe it's a sporting group and you want to gather all the information about the sporting groups of a particular market that you know comes to your market because of sporting events for that. And so you want to reach out and get contacts for them. So you create an area, say, I want to talk to anybody that's in the sporting market and it'll come up with a list. Now, rather than emailing them or, or doing worse, bulk emailing them. You instead will take that and throw that into another platform that you can market, target market like Facebook and or Google that will create a custom audience that will only advertise to them via their platform about what you're offering. Like, hey, do you bring your team into the XYZ city? I'm a great hotel that you should consider for your team when they come visit. We'd love to talk to you, anybody, about negotiating rate for your next visit to the XYZ city. And actually put an ad in front of these people. Other cool stuff is you can also find out who's employed by your local employee, your top 10 employees or whatever. And rather than have to go to the front gate and beg to be allowed in and ask what it's going to take to get onto their intranet of offers where you want to say that anybody that works for the ABC company gets a discount when they stay at your hotel or they can tell their friends to stay there and get a discount. But you, you, you don't know how to approach that from the company. You can circumnavigate that and just simply say anybody that follows... Or, or, or looks up the, the people that work for this company, we want to add, include them into a custom audience on a platform that says, hey, do you work for the ABC company? Guess what? You get an immediate discount on top of everything else when you stay at our hotel, when you're staying in such and such city. Give us a call. 
There's ways to get to people by simply using these tools. Now, the last tool in correlation to what I'm talking about lead generation is keeping track of who you're talking to. How do you keep track of all the dialogues? Like you're putting in a 20 call list day or something like this and they get blurry. Let's face it, it happens. And all of a sudden you get a call back. Hey, uh, you called me about such and such. And you're scrambling, oh, which one was it? Oh, yeah. Here on Salesflare, as you begin to communicate via email, what have you, it keeps track of it. And then you can assign it saying, is this a cold lead? Is this a warm lead? What do I think the anticipated business is? Why did I call them? What's my notes? And then once that plugin is put into your email campaign or email account, it will keep track of every time you dialogue with them. So when somebody calls you, you pop that open, boom, you have who they are, what they are, what company they are, all the details you know about them, all the details that were discovered by the platform. The platform goes out and finds all this stuff. And then it, on it is a whole list of all the history of all the engagements you've had with them. So instantaneously, you turn into the, oh, hey, Bob, how's it? Hey, um, how's the family going? Last we talked, you were ready for a baby or something. Wow, what a big difference, right? Now you're talking about them individually, too individually, and they appreciate the dialogue. That's the value of a platform like Salesflare. Salesforce has great, and believe me, the platforms I'm talking about for tools are not to say and to pitch them like, hey, buy this product. <clears throat> this is no affinity to this. It's really about giving examples of the types of tools that are out there. And there's a variety of each of these types. From a sales flare to a find the lead to a map scraper. We've talked about other scrapers, XO and, and what have you. They would all do different things. The idea is that these tools exist and they exist at an affordable level and they exist available for down to the individual salesperson that's sitting at their desk staring at their computer going, I got to start. I got to find people. I got to go, where, where do I start? Where do I put a stick in the sand? <coughs> Excuse me, and start this process. That's what these tools are good for. This is what these tools are helpful for and in perpetuity to make sure you keep track of what it is that you're doing so that you always are productive. So there you have it. That's our technique discussion of the week, real sales lead generation. And that brings us to our news and show review. Now, this week's hospitality news that you should know. So our show review today, obviously in tandem to our conversation on a podcast today, is what do you plan to do different for 2023 budget calls? Um, a lot of the discussion was sales related today on our live show, very similar to what we just discussed in our podcast and the usage of the tools. It was really to say, how do you begin to form what you're going to do to generate the expected 2023 budgets? revenue that you have said that you're capable of doing or discovering what you're capable of doing. We went through the process that most sales teams go with what's repeatable business, what's not repeatable business, what is high probability, low probability business, what's new to being business, new events, new activities that are changing the spectrum of why people are traveling to your market. Is there new players in the market, new companies, new employers, new affiliations of your market to other markets, new expansions of markets? Is there new competitors to your market that buns that have different accommodations, newer accommodations than you, newer product than you? How does that change? We talked about SWOT analysis, which is strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, uh, standard fundamental sales and marketing strategy tools of things that you do. So our topic discussion about the live show, highly recommend you do it, show number 368, obviously, uh, and go and listen to it on the TV channel and or our social replays and so forth. We do always rebroadcast the show if you're in APAC at 11.30 a.m. Sydney time. If you're in the EU, 11.30 a.m. Uh, European uh, London time. Uh, we are in 39 countries. We do translate the live show in 11 languages, so hopefully it appeases and helps with those people because I do tend to talk fast. And um, sometimes the translations I've, I've been told in several emails is very helpful. 
that they can see it in Filipino and or Thai or and or Hindu and or Spanish and or English. I mean, the German, whatever, uh, makes it very helpful for them. So that was our discussion today for the live show. Um, I do want to touch briefly on uh, an anticipation of news. Uh, of course, September 7th is set for the new Apple uh, conference, I say conference reveal really product reveal. Um, obviously, the OS is going to be upgrading uh, and some things and other products like the the watch, the phone. There's iPads coming in. There's new computers coming in. Uh, all of them not necessarily happening on September seventh, but a good portion of them. Like I believe the phone will be one that's for certain. The watch will be one that's for certain. iPads will be for certain. There might be some uh, new announcements when it comes to some of the. Uh, uh, iMac and uh, Mac Pro stuff uh, with the new M2 chips and so forth. Um, nothing about the AR VR headsets. That's anticipated to be in a January-ish kind of thing. Uh, and also, to some of the other uh, high-end uh, computer functions may also be improved uh, come uh, January as well. But September is a great benchmark because things are going to change and improve, hopefully. Uh, obviously, Apple has made the news recently. There was a huge security breach and that was discovered in a Black Hat conference, which is purposely done so these things come to light. That the, uh, the little icon, if you own a Mac, that comes up and says, do you want to reopen the applications that you previously had on? That's a gaping hole for somebody to hijack your computer and have full access to your computer. That hole's been closed over for now for what it is. But just goes to show you that Apple, like any, like Windows or anybody else, does have its breach issues. And, and security is a thing. I can say firsthand um, that you know, when your client or and or organization has been hacked and they uh, accounts have been suspended, it is very frustrating when you're dealing like the, with the likes of Facebook and or Google that you can't talk to somebody, yet the account has been compromised and bad things are happening to it and you can't shut it off or change it or control it or worse yet, you're blackballed and shut off. These are very real impacts to your life. Uh, whether it's for your business and advertising and you've been blocked out of a platform that you've been cultivating and growing and then you, you've been shut off. We have clients that come to us that have been blackballed and we have to try to reconstitute their accounts and reestablish the accounts and then arbitrarily they also get blocked off again and nobody's there to tell you why. There's nothing, there's no process in these platforms that say, we'll give you an answer. They just, hey, we blackballed you for reasons we say are there and we're never going to turn it back on. That happens. And it's terrible to be reliant upon somebody else's sandbox, but it happens. So the real element to all of this is that you have to make yourself slightly platform-proof by increasing your security, which is what we're bringing up the Apple thing. Be happy that things progress in security, but that's because, unfortunately, people keep progressing in their ability to crack that security. New tools of, of engagement with what the phone, what the watch do, are also more additional means of communicating your messages in a way that people are wanting to receive them. Blanket marketing and, and push information that isn't warranted or, or welcomed is never a solution to marketing. It's an abuse of communication. Keep in mind, like with all GDP and CCPA requirements, that people's information, individual data that, they, that you know about them is not your data. It is their data. And it's their right to turn it off whenever they don't want you to have it. Key element to that. And I think Apple has been at the forefront of that. They try to keep in the forefront of it. It's not saying they're not, they can abuse it themselves by having use, the usability of the data, but they try to keep it from everybody else's hands as well, much more so than a Google does or a Microsoft does. So there you have it. That's our news coverage today. Apple, September 7th. New toys. 
So remember, you can find us on Google Play, Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora. The list goes on 39 platforms and counting. We're even on Amazon's Alexa, Google Assistant, and Siri. Simply ask any of those platforms to play the Hospitality Marketing Podcast, and you'll get this episode. Up until next Friday, when then there's a new episode. No matter which. Uh, if you uh, like us, please review us and leave a comment and leave a, uh, a review button. Or, you know, hit the high numbers if you can. I will I always, if you have a question or a suggestion or feedback about anything that we're doing or content that we're doing or like to join the show with us, um, please go over and, and reach out to me at lauren at hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com. I answer each and every email as it relates to the live show and also this podcast. We're also, for fun and new things, we're introducing a new audio link that we're going to start putting out ahead of these shows by a few days outlining what our topic is going to be and if you have any feedback or insights to it you get to just record yourself answering a question we'll put a series of questions you can answer you give us permission to use in whatever level you are comfortable with whether we get to identify you or not uh, the content that you share with us and we'll add it to the show if it can adds to the context so that's coming up next week as a matter of fact so look forward on linkedin facebook youtube um Twitter, oh gosh, that's everything. Anyways, uh, of course, if this is your first time hearing us, please smash the subscribe button on the platform you discovered us on or go to the, any of the other 38 platforms you did and use it there. Uh, we welcome everybody. Thank you so much for that. And of course, any archives of this podcast or the live show are always found on the Forever I Love Lucy rerun channel of hospitalitychannel.tv. Um, also, don't forget that we do do the live TV show. Every week, that is on our TV channel, legit TV channel, Hospitality Channel TV. Find it on your Roku, Amazon, uh, Prime, Fire Stick, Fire TV is what they call it now. Uh, Android TV, which is Google, uh, Apple Plus, Apple TV. And you can find it on all those. Plus, you can also find it on uh, Apple iOS, your iPhone and, uh, and iPads, and Android, Google Play. You can find it on uh, uh, also on your Samsungs and or tablets as well. Uh, so, And on website at talktravel.tv. So we're just about everywhere. Plus, also, we simulcast every week on social platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, multiple pages and channels on all of those. Except for LinkedIn, there's only one. So you can find us everywhere for the live show as well. So with that, my name is Lauren Gray. And I thank you genuinely for the privilege of your time, and I look forward to talking to you next week. You have been listening to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show 368 brought to you by Hospitality Digital Marketing and in support of the HSMAI, Hospitality Sales and Marketing Association International, All Right Reserve, Copyright 2022. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.